Welcome to the campfire, the only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. This story I'm about to tell you tonight is called I Just Took a DNA Test Turns Out I'm 100% and Over My Head From user Sleepy Hollow 101 Sit back, relax, and fall asleep as you listen to our tales. I did one of those at-home DNA testing kits. You know the ones they can supposedly tell you your ancestral makeup, help you connect with long-lost relatives, that sort of thing. The specific test I used had this option to make your DNA available to law enforcement. That way, if there was a partial DNA match to a crime scene or victim, my DNA may help law enforcement identify the perpetrator. Maybe I shouldn't have opted in. The thing is, I've read about these a lot in the news. If you're a true crime fan, you know that these kits can sometimes lead police to catch decades-old serial killers and rapists that have long eluded capture. My thinking was that if one of my family members is actually a monster, well, I would want them behind bars, regardless of who it is. So, I opted in, but never really considered the possibility that there'd be a match. And then there was. I was contacted by my local police department and notified that my DNA had been a partial match to a Jane Doe, and that they'd like my help in identifying her. That was honestly not what I was expecting. I was a match for a dead woman. The police explained to me that our DNA profiles indicated we may have been related, and that they wanted to know if I knew of any relatives who had gone missing or hadn't been heard from in the past five years. Five years? Yes, because they've determined her time of death was about five years ago based on the state of her body when it was found. They've reason to believe it's a homicide, although they weren't able to tell me the cause of death. Apparently, due to the state of her remains, it was impossible to tell. Well, I didn't know of any family members who've gone missing, but I don't know my extended family all that well. I decided to get my mother involved, who does genealogy. She worked with the police, going through our family tree, but ultimately, we couldn't find anyone. So, someone we didn't know we were related to, possibly. At this point, we decided to talk to the rest of my family, immediate and extended, to see if anyone else knew anything. Most of our family members thought it was pretty cool and wanted to see the mystery solved, though a few were angry at me for giving my DNA to law enforcement in the first place. The police showed us a sketch of what they thought the woman would have looked like, and my mother and I agreed she had some resemblance to my Aunt Linda, particularly in the strong brow and high cheekbones. The police decided to ask Aunt Linda and her two children, Ethan and Bex, to submit DNA samples. They agreed. It took about two weeks to hear back from the police after their samples had been submitted. They probably weren't at the top of the priority list for the crime lab. But when they did get the results back, they asked Bex and Aunt Linda specifically to come down to the station. Bex actually asked me to come with her. She and I were really close growing up, basically best friends. We've lost touch over the years, but I still consider her a close friend. I agreed to go in with her, even though I wasn't sure why she wanted me there. When the police told us what they found, to say I was shocked is an understatement. 
The DNA from Jane Doe was an exact match to Beck's. Of course, my initial thought was that there had to have been some mistake. I asked what the likelihood is that the DNA matched Beck's without actually coming from her. One in 5.4 billion, they said. They told us that this was extremely perplexing and that they had no explanation for the match. I asked Aunt Linda if Bex had an identical twin that nobody knew about, maybe, but she shook her head. The police told us that identical twins don't actually have perfectly identical DNA anyway, so that couldn't explain the match. I was perturbed. I'm sure you can imagine why. Bex and Aunt Linda, though, were not. They laughed, actually laughed when the police presented them with their evidence and shrugged it off. Isn't that just the weirdest thing? Said Aunt Linda. They were both smiling and giggling the rest of the time, which clearly made the police uncomfortable. They told the police that they hoped Jane Doe could be identified one day, but that they were pretty sure they couldn't help any further, and then left the police station. I followed after them in a daze, confused both by what the police had told us, and by Bex and Aunt Linda's behavior. On the way home, I asked Bex if it truly didn't bother her. She said, come on, Veronica, there's obviously been some mistake. It's just not possible for my DNA to match exactly with a dead woman's. The cops screwed something up, and they'll probably figure it out in a few days and call us and apologize. Don't worry so much about it. I tried to take her advice. My mom even agreed with her, saying it had to be some sort of error, and that it would get cleared up sooner or later. Three days after we spoke to the police, Bex, Ethan, and Aunt Linda vanished. My mom had gone over to their place to borrow some family photo albums from Aunt Linda to discover that the front door was unlocked and open. Nobody was inside. We tried to reach them on their cell phones, but were informed that their numbers had all been disconnected. Nothing was missing from the house. They didn't take any personal belongings. Their cars were in the garage. It was like they just vanished, and they didn't come back. We reported them missing, of course. And a few days after that, the police asked my mom and me to come down to the station. That's when they revealed that they'd run Aunt Linda and Ethan's DNA through their databases and came up with two more exact matches. To a Jane and John Doe, whose bodies were found within 50 miles of each other and the original Jane Doe. All of them died about five years ago. Once is a mistake or maybe a weird, freakish coincidence. But three times. The police were baffled. They asked us for all the information we could give them about my aunt's family. They specifically wanted to know what they were doing five years ago. All we could tell them is that they'd gone on a family vacation that year and had been gone a week longer than they'd planned. But otherwise, we had nothing useful. It's been a few months since then. The police have no answers for us and we have no answers for them. I keep waiting for Bex to call or show up or any of them, really. But it's like they vanished off the face of the earth. The worst part is that there's nothing I can do. I've done so much research to try to find something that can explain what's going on, but I can't come up with a theory that makes sense. Nothing grounded in reality, anyway. All I wanted to know is if I'm part Irish, and instead, I ended up discovering that my family isn't at all what it seems. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels and a blessed day.